This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. Okay, so patients come in and they're on Coumadin or Warfarin, and they come in with life-threatening bleeding. What do we use to reverse, to reverse them? Vitamin K. Vitamin K and K-Centra, exactly, yeah, PCC. So prothrombin complex concentrates. Does anybody know the dose? It's okay if you don't, because I have to look it up in the anticoagulation order set reversal. Uh, yeah, so the vitamin K dosing goes up to 10 milligrams IV, depending on what their INR is. But then the PCC dosing, it's weight-based and it's variable. So it's between 500 and 2,000 units of PCC, depending on what their INR and what their kilograms are. It's a hard thing to dose because it's, it involves multiple variables. You're waiting on lab results. And so... There's always the push to try and standardize things. If we can give a standard dose of something, a la TXA, uh, it makes our lives a lot easier. Uh, we're less prone to medication errors. So they ran a study in the uh, Annals of Emergency Medicine in September 2021, basically seeing can you use a fixed dose of PCC versus a variable weight-based dosing. What does it mean when a trial is a non-inferiority trial? What does that mean? Do you have to prove that one thing is better than another thing? No, you just have to prove that if you change the protocol of something, that you achieve similar outcomes, that you don't have to prove that something is better, you can just prove that it's non-inferior. The assumption being, if we assume that it's easier to dose a fixed dose, right? If we always are pulling, in this case, 1,000 units, if we're always pulling 1,000 units of four-factor PCC, that's easier for our team. So that's a given good. If the outcomes are the same, then we would say, well, we would probably prefer to use uh, 1,000 unit fixed dose because it's easier for our team, right? Does that make sense? So it's not the usual kind of trial that we're used to looking at, which is like, you know, the, the highest standard would be randomized prospective controls trial where you're going maybe against a placebo or against a current and you're trying to prove superiority. You're trying to prove one is statistically significantly better than the other one. It's different. Um, so they did this trial because they actually, that's the way they dose in Europe. I'll cut to the chase. They used a number of endpoints that described um, whether or not you achieved hemostasis, stopping of bleeding. And unfortunately, they couldn't demonstrate that using a fixed dose of PCC was non-inferior to the weight-based dosing. It's probably not just because of the dose itself. It's the, the mechanism of the trial. It's just a good reminder that there's a lot of nuance and detail that go into these trials, particularly when they're sick patients. So not everybody gets enrolled into the group because of a number of other variables. So that's called intention to treat. Do they get actually treated as you intended? And then if you don't have enough patients, the trial's not powered for success. So generally the patients did very well, whichever dose they got, but you couldn't prove that they did as well with a fixed dose of PCC. So for now, we'll keep using weight-based, INR-based PCC for Coumadin and Warfarin patients uh, who have life-threatening hemorrhage. Does anybody know the bleeding factors that are affected by vitamin K antagonists, which are Coumadin and Warfarin? Two, seven, nine, and 10. Those are the vitamin K clotting factors that are used, and that's what's included in PCC, so that's why it works. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, 
please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.